You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Welcome to episode number 232 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast, and in the episode today you're going to learn about the formation of the Himalayas, which is the world's tallest mountain range. And in the bonus fact section you're going to learn how the most famous mountain in this range, Mount Everest, got its name. Let's just get started with today's show. The Himalayas, which stretch some 2,900 kilometers between India, Pakistan, China, and Nepal, is the world's tallest mountain range. In addition to Mount Everest, the world's tallest mountain by peak elevation standing at 8,848 meters tall, the range also features several other mountain peaks over 8,000 meters. It is the only mountain range to boast mountains over 8,000 meters. The runner-up is a mountain range in South America, whose tallest peak is just 6,962 meters tall. Millions of years ago, these mountain peaks didn't exist. The Asian continent was mostly intact, but India was an island floating off the coast of Australia. Around 220 million years ago, around the time Pangaea was breaking apart, India started to move northwards. It traveled some 6,000 kilometers before it finally collided with Asia around 40 to 50 million years ago. Then, part of the Indian landmass began to go beneath the Asian one, moving the Asian landmass up, which resulted in the rise of the Himalayas. It's thought that India's coastline was denser and more firmly attached to the seabed, which is why Asia's softer soil was pushed up rather than the other way around. The mountain range grew very rapidly in comparison to most mountain ranges, and it's actually still growing today. Mount Everest and its fellows actually grow by approximately a net of about a centimeter or so every year. That's in comparison to the Appalachian Mountains, which developed some 300 million years ago or more, which are actually decreasing in peak elevations as they erode. The continued growth in the Himalayas is likely due to the Indian tectonic plate still moving slowly but surely northward. We know the plate is still moving, in part because of the frequent earthquakes in the region. Now, if you do the math, you'd find that if the Himalayas had been growing at the current rate for 40 million years, they should be about 400 kilometers tall. If that was true, once the infrastructure was in place, that would have given us a much cheaper way to put things into low Earth orbits and beyond. For reference, the International Space Station typically orbits at about 300 to 400 kilometers. So what happened? In part, the rate of vertical growth has varied over time, including in favor of more horizontal growth. And of course, gravity and erosion have limited the mountain's growth significantly. If you're wondering who first figured out how the Himalayas formed, India merging into Asia became the accepted theory for this formation around 1912. That's when Alfred Wegener, a German meteorologist, came up with the theory of continental drift, which gave us our first ideas about Pangaea, tectonic plates, and the thought that continents were moving away from or closer to each other. What does the future for the Himalayas look like? Undoubtedly, the mountains will continue to grow, though at the same time eroding too, but the net is expected to continue to grow as the Indian tectonic plate doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime soon. That means more earthquakes and, over time, slightly taller mountains to climb. And now for today's bonus facts. In the last century, the east coast of the United States has moved about 8 foot or 2.4 meters further away from Europe. Bonus fact 2. The fossils of sea and coastal creatures can still be found in the Himalayas, as it was once two coastlines that merged together. These fossils not only provide evidence that the Himalayas once existed on a coastline, but also information about climate change and plate movement. 
Bonus fact 3. The name for the Himalayas came from the Sanskrit for snow and dwelling, him and alaya respectively, essentially the home of the snow. Bonus fact 4. Mount Everest is named after one of the surveyor generals of India, George Everest. It was not, however, Everest who first surveyed the mountain, but Andrew Waugh who took over the role of surveyor general after Everest. Waugh thought it would be a good idea to name the mountain after his predecessor. Everest didn't like the idea, but he was overruled and his name was eventually adopted for the mountain by the Royal Geographical Society in 1865. Bonus fact 5. While Everest is generally considered the tallest mountain on Earth because it reaches the highest elevation, some argue that this should not be the measure used, but rather the tallest from the base to peak. In that case, Hawaii's Mauna Kea would be the tallest at about 10,200 meters from its base on the ocean floor to a peak of 4,205 meters above sea level. Bonus Fact 6 Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay, his Sherpa guide, became the first people to successfully climb to the peak of Mount Everest in 1953. Before Hillary, several dozen attempts had been undertaken to climb to the peak since 1921. Since Hillary, nearly 3,000 people have accomplished the same feat, and around 200 have died trying. Bonus Fact 7 the Himalayas serve as a climatic divide, as well as a physical barrier between India and the rest of the continent. They prevent cold winter winds from entering into India in the winter, making India warmer than other regions along the same lines of latitude and at the same time of year. Similarly, they prevent the southern monsoon winds from taking moisture across the border to Tibet. The result is India gets far more precipitation than the relatively more arid Tibet. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.